0: tuned in, and therefore have positioned yourself to become undeniable in your pursuit of personal, professional, and spiritual excellence. I tell you what, I hope you are pursuing excellence, but if you're not, you have come to the right place. Welcome to this special election spotlight episode of Become Undeniable. I am your mostly humble host, Brad Austin, keeping it real no matter whose feelings it hurts, while providing undeniable value every step of the way now i haven't prepared a very long monologue for us today because i really want to get into this but first i need to start out by saying that there should be no expectation of objectivity on this show okay one of the main reasons people start podcasts is to be able to say whatever we want to say and let the chips fall where they may all right i'm a firm believer in the free market if you don't like what i say go to another show all right if you don't like my opinion about something, there are millions of other shows out there for you to for you, for you to listen to, but I believe that I provide undeniable value on this show and I'm going to continue to do so today. So, let me start off by introducing my very special guest. Her name is Sarah Baxter. She is a Palm Beach County native, running for Palm Beach County Commission in District 6. Now, for those of you who aren't totally familiar, I'm still fairly new to Florida, so I wasn't familiar, but this, District 6 includes Wellington, Royal Palm Beach, Loxahatchee, The Acreage, Bell Glade, Pahokee, South Bay. And if there are any others, I'm sure she will correct me and add to it. She is a small, I'm sorry?
1: I think you hit most of them.
0: Okay. She's also a small business owner, former healthcare worker, former Palm Beach County middle school teacher. And now she works in real estate. She serves her community in real estate. She believes that we currently have plenty of commissioners with political experience, but we need more with practical experience And I agree. Sarah Baxter, she is running for Palm Beach County Commission. How are you today, Sarah?
1: I'm great. How are you? Thank you for having me.
0: (laughs) Not a problem. It's going to be fun. And so I was going to start out this interview totally different. But then I then I realized that your opponent was out there lying. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I was going to keep it clean. I "I don't know your opponent. I'm sure she may be a lovely person. She's, uh, you know, her opponent is Michelle Oyola McGovern. Um, She may be a nice person. Maybe her manager is telling her what to do. I don't know what the deal is, but but I was going to give her that grace until I saw the flat out lies against you. Tell us about what's going on.
1: So currently I have been advocating to reduce everyone's taxes. You know, everyone's already feeling uh, struggling with inflation. Grocery prices, energy prices, gas. I mean, there's just I mean, we could go on for quite a while. And when I looked at the county budget of six billion dollars, and I think uh, then you look at our how many people we have here in District six, especially. But even in all of Palm Beach County and that number being roughly one point five million, you know, it's a pretty robust budget. And so just to put that in perspective for people, if we looked at Broward County that has 1.9 million people, their budget's roughly $4.3 billion. So, you know, looking at this, we have to ask ourselves why, and then we have to find out what we can do to change that. And I've been trying to inform people and let them know that I fully believe there's a places we can cut back um, in wasteful areas within the county. And she has misinterpreted that to mean that I wanted to cut essential services. And I have said quite the opposite several times. So I just find it very, um, very sad that that's what this has resorted to on her end.
0: Yeah, it's 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 really sad. I mean, I I'm a I'm a believer that if you're going to run for office rather. But, but that's what they do, right? That's they, they're constantly just attacking the other person. Versus illuminating themselves and what Absolutely. they stand for and what they're looking to do. And we're so hold on, you you, you stop me in my tracks there. Six billion dollar budget.
1: Yes, and they just in, voted to increase it thirteen percent in September of this year.
0: Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get to that. <laughs> I was not gonna let that slide as a Palm Beach County resident myself. Um, okay, so six billion dollars. Hold on, I'm sorry to get off topic a little bit or off track, but. billion for Palm Beach County. What do they spend it on?
1: Well, I mean, a lot of it is essential services, right? That are necessary to just daily living. But they are supposed to be taking care of our roads, you know, traffic, everything that has to do outside, parks and recreation, um, talking about waste. I mean, they are a big part and have the board for the waste management of Palm Beach County. So there's just so many aspects of this budget and so many areas I just feel it's time to start looking at where some areas are that is maybe overspending and wasteful, and maybe even repetitive spending. Um, And so when I mention this, you know, this is how she attacks me and says, oh, you just want to cut essential service. Not at all. We need to be safe. Citizens need to feel safe and police officers need to feel appreciated.
0: Yeah, she flat out said that she flat out said that you wanted to cut the police budget, right? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Absolutely not quite the opposite. I actually supported their increase this year.
0: And I actually saw the video. I watched the video where you said that live being interviewed that you did not want to cut the police budget. So anyone listening to this in Palm Beach County, it's a lie flat out. <laughs> um, okay. So as we said, you're running against uh, Michelle Oyola mcgovern um, Again, I've only, I've only lived here a, a year. We, we escaped the communist Seattle area. And we are so glad to be here as bad as things may be. It is better than what it was up there for for us. But um, isn't she married to somebody that's that that's um, in government somewhere else? Is it in Wellington or something?
1: Correct. So her husband is a councilman for the village of Wellington.
0: Yes. Yeah, Mr. McGovern. That's that's <laughs> where I saw it. Yes. Okay. So again, I have. I'm not a journalist. I don't need to be objective about anything. And I will tell you right now that when a husband wife couple both go into government, for me anyway, that is a huge red flag, no matter what party they are, no matter what it is, that is a huge red flag. Even though they're not, what are are your thoughts about that?
1: I agree. And I'm so appreciative of my husband being able to pick up some areas while I'm able to campaign with our children. And I feel like if both of the parents are in politics, right, even on a very, like a very home level, very residential, you know, within your house level, You know, are the kids, you know, that's where my thought goes. Are they getting all the attention, right, that they need? Because it is a very time-consuming, it's a very time-consuming process to serve the community. And so I just wonder how, sometimes I wonder how they work all that out. Not that that's, you know, that's for them to decide. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just simple little things like that that cross my mind. Um, But overall, right, too much power in one house. Um, they do not fall under what is currently Florida um, sunshine laws because they're not on the same board.
0: Ah, so okay.
1: With what that is uh, board members, you know, cannot speak about anything to be voted on an upcoming, you know, meeting. Yes. Um, Without it being in the sunshine or in public. Right. But because he would be on the board in Wellington and she would, if you know, elected be At another level on a different board, then there's no law that protects the citizens from having too much power in one household.
0: Right. Yeah. Thank you for educating me on that because I I wasn't aware about that law. So let's let's dive in. Now, you know, my wife she's um, she deals with city all the time for permits and does because her her family up in the northwest they do construction for new homes and and she's dealing with all this stuff all the time. And as much you say, it's time consuming to serve the public. And, and I, I have to wonder, like, what what are they doing if things take so long to get approvals? You know, what are they doing all day? Right. But that's a whole different show. Right? <laughs> that is a whole separate show. We can go into another time. Um, maybe once you're elected, you get in there and start cleaning some house. Right. So when we talk about the county commissions, OK, and, and I'm, I'm speaking for myself, especially, I don't think most people are aware of what the commission actually does, right? Can you can you educate me on what the commission's role is and how it affects our lives?
1: They're, the number one role of the commission is allocating money, you know, using that budget and deciding where it gets spent. That would be top priority. And then there's, I mean, we could be here for two days talking about <laughs> everything underneath that level. But like I said earlier, you know, from roads and traffic, everything around us, the parks and recreation, uh, zoning, planning, permitting, the building department. And yes, um, as a small business owner, we, may, we ran into a lot of problems um, with those processes. And uh, I just feel, you know, the commission lacks that small business perspective because I feel, I feel like if they'd gone through what I've been through, they would take the processes there a lot more seriously and want to dig in and see where they might be able to help a little more.
0: Yeah, they'd be a little more empathetic, right? And, right? and I think on a on a human level, we naturally we naturally um gravitate towards power, right? Um, because it was we we're all flawed human beings. And I, I you know sometimes I can point people out that this is this is all the power they're gonna have in their lives. You know what I mean? And so they grasp onto that power and they have to exert it every opportunity they can, whether it's right or wrong, no matter who it hurts. Um, I'm not saying everybody on the council does that or on the, on the commission does that, but you know, it happens all the time, right? It's human nature. Um, so help me real quick. What's the political makeup of the, of the current Palm beach County commission? How many Democrats, how many Republicans? I'm just curious.
1: So seven commissioners, we have one okay. Republican and six Democrats. I'm sorry, what? One Republican of seven and six Democrats. In South Florida. In, South, well, in Palm beach County.
0: In Palm beach County in South Florida. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm shocked. I got to be honest with you. I'm very shocked. Um, And now it makes, again, sorry, guys, I'm a registered independent. You can call me all the names you want, but now it makes more sense why they are wanting a 13% increase in the budget. It makes more sense now. Democrats always tax you to death. And that's just, that's just been proven over through history. So how long have these incumbents been there? Do you know?
1: Well, the County Commission can only serve two four-year terms. So the longest okay. one can be there is eight years. So uh, the current district six commissioner actually terms out. So she, okay. that's why there's uh, my opponent and myself, the Democrat side, the Republican side, yeah. um, able to both uh, try to get elected to the seat that are, and neither of us are incumbents.
0: Okay. Well, thank God for term limits. At least there's that. Yes. <laughs> um,
1: No, they actually, a few months ago, were going to vote to try to increase term limits. Of course. And I went to that meeting and I wanted to speak out publicly against term limits. I think term limits are one of the most important things that we can put on an elected official so they don't keep, we need new ideas
0: constantly,
1: right? right? Right. And new ideas bring um, movement forward. And so I was very happy in that meeting when they decided not to, um, to, not to vote on it. They tabled it for later.
0: Oh, okay. So they're, no doubt if the same people are still there, they will try to increase the number of terms they can serve again, right? Yes. So talk to me about some problems. And, and, and I know you probably have a list, but what are... <laughs> <laughs> she's already giggling. Um, what, are, what are the biggest problems that you see in the current commission, right? Like, what are they not doing that they should be doing?
1: not going to say what someone should or shouldn't be doing. I will say the point of a commission is to have different opinions, different backgrounds, different um, areas of life that you can speak from, because then that leads to a better discussion. It's why we don't just have one person in charge that represents all of Palm Beach County. Um, And unfortunately, we have been leaning towards electing people that have the exact same backgrounds. They follow the exact same steps. They went through the exact same processes and it's, it's leaving us short of the diversity of thought. It's leaving us short of different opinions that can contribute to a topic, a subject, you know, when they have workshops, uh, without any real life perspective on making these decisions in different areas, where are you talking from then? What is, what is fueling your conversation is what I would always ask myself when I would want to ask them. And right. I just thought I have a very um for anyone that hasn't read I have a very diverse uh background in the sense of my journey in life and where it has brought me. Mm-hmm. Um and there was one thing. So yes, I do real estate on the side, but first and foremost, I run my small business with my husband. And that is what I do. That is my main job. Yeah. Real estate was just um something I did On the side, if I did have time, (laughs) I haven't had that in quite a while. So we have successfully built it um, and I have set great, um, what would you say, systems, I guess, in place that help us now and have it running smoothly enough to where it doesn't require my full time attention anymore. Because when I first started doing it, I used to go to work in healthcare for eight hours a day and then afterwards go work at our business for eight hours, getting everything in place for a few years, at least the first year, if not two, just to get it up and going. So those 16 hour days, they make you latch on and appreciate what you've built.
0: 100 percent. Yeah. As as an entrepreneur myself, I I can definitely understand the value of systems processes to in order to be able to step away. So now let's 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 get into this tax increase, because when you when you inform me of that, I wasn't aware. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's not that I'm an unaware citizen. It's just that I'm also busy. So for the rest of us that are busy living our lives, working 16 hour days, et cetera. Right. Tell us tell us about this 13 percent tax increase in the county budget that they're proposing, um, since I'm sure that the commission is uh, not being overly vocal in letting everyone know about it. Most and
1: quite the opposite, actually. <laughs> um, but just so you know, it's not proposed. It's already been voted on and it's gone through. Oh. It just won't be effective until uh, the next fiscal year, right? Okay. So uh, currently, the problem is they went up there, they did vote. I will give them credit for a reduction in the millage rate. I believe they could have done more because when property taxes increase, what- increases right the budget or excuse me money coming in increases and so they everyone has seen house housing prices have gone up through the roof and then you know the pushback on that is hey you know you fall under that uh homestead exemption if you've owned your home um for quite a while and they can only raise it three percent a year do you know who doesn't fall under that exemption business owners
0: People Mm. who own
1: businesses, people who own real estate, people who own apartment complexes. If it isn't a privately owned home, you don't get a homestead exemption. So there is no lock in rate. There is nothing. So when they reduced the millage rate, I believe it was like point zero seven. I've looked at so many numbers. Um, I just felt like, you know, there was more room with how much property and properties have gone up in value. To increase the revenue coming
0: in. So the, I mean, do you, you, this is just speculation here, but do you think that mindset of putting those types of rules in place for, for business owners specifically, is it coming from a a mindset of, well, if they own a business, they're rich or they're wealthy? (laughs) Uh,
1: Maybe. I mean, I get speculation, you know, No, I don't really jump to thinking people. um, I try not to think the worst of people ever. And I don't want to.
0: Really,
1: that would be really bad. I think if they haven't owned, I don't know, their own business um, as a small business owner in that building and they don't realize. So our property, give you an example. Our property taxes increased 33% from last year. Man. That is huge. When you add it on top of all those other things I mentioned earlier of those pricing going wow. up, wow, And then it leads to this horrible system of, okay, now they're making it even more affordable to live here. They keep harping on affordable housing, but uh, this bond, right, they're putting on the ballot is in the name of affordable housing. Of course, everyone wants affordable housing. But if you keep spending money, $200 million in a bond to build more houses, you're not making it more affordable. You're actually making it less affordable for the people who already live here and would like to stay. Right. So I, I get the balance. But again, with six billion dollar budget, we should be able to accommodate affordable housing and build some help, build some affordable housing without asking taxpayers to pay more money towards this bond. Um, and it won't be as much as the 200 million, but we are essentially lined up to get money back. It has been voted on through the state. They're sending us money to go towards affordable housing.
0: Man, that is insane. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm stuck on that six billion dollar amount, and I want to. I, I would be the guy who line by line just goes and 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 figures out where all this money is going. That is insane. Uh, is is that something you'd be able to do once you're once you're there? You'd have access so our, to that,
1: right? It's so large. Not any one person, right? Sure. Okay do it. Now there is an auditor. Palm Beach County does have an auditor, which I would like to work with, talk with, have some conversations. And I would like to see even if there's a a lot of citizens, right. Who've said this to me also, who I think would want to jump on board and help look right. So if we got some citizens together, we got some, you know, business people in the business world that really would want to jump in and help. Oh, that would be amazing, too. But somebody has to care enough to look and organize something that digs in, really. And that is me. I want to do that. I want to take a look. Um, I mean, and I'm not going to say that there's absolutely room, right, to decrease the budget because I I haven't had the ability or the time, I shouldn't say ability, (laughs) to really dig in as much um, to that as I would like to just because of all everything else going on as you can imagine sure but it is definitely top priority get in there take a look see what's going on right if it is all there and it's all great all right but i still would not have increased our budget 13% that's a lot yes it is, that's a, is that is a ton
0: I, so there's yeah there's this natural um there's just natural again you just you said it so perfectly sarah i got to be honest, you said it so perfectly if so, if more people that are there would care enough to look right it, that's where it starts but there there is this mentality which we could go on a rabbit hole about uh, uh, as far as being in government it's not our money it's but it's everybody's money right exactly it's everybody's money and and people listening to this you need to recognize that don't there's this huge disconnect between you know who you vote for and what you pay there's a there's a direct bridge that goes from one 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 way to the other and people 100%. need to recognize that, right? I mean, start connecting some dots, people. It's time. Uh, so it, really quick, can you educate me and whoever's listening? Um, and again, this is all new, new terminology to me. Um, tell me about the millage rate. What, quickly, you don't have to spend a lot of time on it, but what is that? What does it mean? Just just educate me.
1: It's the rate at, at which um, they apply towards your property tax. Your property taxes are based on the millage rate, right? Okay. That is applied towards your uh, appraised value or what the property appraiser's office determines your home is valued at.
0: Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So that's why my wife came to me and said, our house payment's going up a couple hundred bucks.
1: (laughs) The millage rate did go down. So I don't know. So the reason, yes, the reason it went up isn't from the millage rate though. It is because- the property's appraised value or what the property appraiser's office has deemed the value to be right. has gone up. So whatever the millage rate is, right, is going to be applied towards that. And that is why right. they go up.
0: Right. But if the uh, if the value of the house, right, if the value of the house increases $100,000, $150,000 in a year, which it does here, right, um, mm-hmm. then the mill rate can be lowered a little bit, but still be Still have that, that, that increase of the 200 bucks or whatever it is. Okay. Makes a lot of sense. Um, Okay. So (laughs) here we go. (laughs) you ready? (laughs) So over, (laughs) over the past few years, you know, to me anyway, it's become, it's become more than evident to me that uh, the amount of corruption, literally at at all levels of government, right? If you, if you can't see it by now, then you're choosing not to, all right? that level of corruption is far worse than you and I probably could have, would have ever speculated on. Right. In my opinion. Um, I mean, it's deep, right. It is deep. And these, I call them tentacles of corruption. They extend even into local governments as well. Right. Um, and again, I'm not trying to put you in a hot spot here. It's all speculation. I will plainly say that, but do you believe that we have a corruption problem at the PBC County Commission?
1: Yes. I mean, overall, there's always, I don't know, corruption is illegal, right? I I know, but people are getting away with
0: all kinds of stuff these days, Sarah. Are there
1: flaws? Are there things that are working against us citizens within Palm Beach County, even to get who we think would be the better elected official in there? Absolutely. Um, There's machines and processes in place that actively try to keep us out. Um, As far as corruption, yes, I don't... We, at the county commission level, from what I've understood, because this was a while ago now, had a a lot of corruption problems. And so I think maybe they're a little more diligent (laughs) not to blatantly um, have any corruption. But I would say that there are still processes that are legal that are preventing us from getting the right people in there.
0: Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you make the rules. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Right, <laughs> like, that is what it comes down to. So, if you want to call that corruption, right, making right. rules that make it impossible for someone else to go against you, right? Um, for instance, right. So, Wellington. After I started running, I set up a um, sponsored a tent, a booth for Winterfest in Wellington. Okay. Yeah, I wanted to get in front of the people, the residents, hear their issues, hear their problems, um, meet them, let them yeah. meet me, make a, let them have an educated decision before sure. voting. And this was, you know, last year, it was funny that recently right after that little, um, sponsored, uh, event that I did, cause I sponsored, we are, you know, our small business and my campaign did it. Uh, they created a rule, excuse me, not rule. Um, they added wording to the contract in Wellington that said that if you want to have any kind of, uh, What would you call it? Venue, let's say. In on Wellington grounds, you have to sign this paper that agrees that you won't allow anything political on grounds, on the Wellington grounds. So it's just one more way of blocking people from getting to meet other people.
0: Wow. That's again, you gotta understand. I (laughs) I left the Seattle area, okay? My father-in-law actually ran for state rep years ago. And I got to see behind the curtain a little bit of what was going on and I didn't even know it was as bad. You know what I mean? I'm I'm used to, I'm used to this kind of stuff up there in the Northwest. It's just like they've had all mail-in voting for Mm -hmm. years. And I, it's ironically enough, a Republican, I was there 16 years Republican, never won governor. Interesting. Right. But Mm -hmm. I digress. Um, So, (laughs) but that's interesting. So, these rules that i mean they don't want people like you i mean it it seems like they they want the entrenched class to be able to stay that's right. what it sounds all like the power. right they want all the power they want to keep it there i mean it's 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 textbook right i mean it's 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 textbook um, why would they not want Out uh, of whatever let me just let me just right no
1: ex- that's what i would love to know i would love to know why they wouldn't want everyone to get out there and meet you and be able to make an informed and educated decision on the ground right um, it's because once they're already in there they can essentially keep us out by not letting us meet people
0: well that's the thing right we we talked about that earlier it, a little bit ago right it holding on to that power that the only power they're ever going to have in their life and they they get that grip man it's like death grip on that on that power but i mean i'm sure someone like you you don't strike me as someone that would actually mind I mean, obviously the competition or whatever else. I mean, I, you wouldn't care if you had a booth here, a couple of booths down. Michelle had a booth, and people could just go and talk to both of you and learn about you and everything. You don't seem like the type of person. Yeah,
1: I would welcome it. Please come meet us both.
0: Right, man, that's crazy. Um, so, so since we're talking about all this, I mean, now, I mean, can you be corrupted? Can you be bought?
1: No, right? because. I have values. I have morals. I wanted to get in this to help someone. Um, Another thing people tend to overlook is that I didn't go through all those same processes, such as working in politics for the last 18 years, then run for office. I was busy building a business. I was busy raising a family. I have been busy building my own life that I haven't. um, I haven't seen anyone else who has done that currently. That is sitting on the county commission and my opponent keeps wanting to say that she's going to be so much better because she's had a career in politics and that, that blows my mind because I don't think that was ever the intention of elected officials. I think elected officials are supposed to actually represent the residents, the citizens. And until you've lived that life, right. With the rest of us, how can you properly um, represent us? Right.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously, I, I wouldn't expect you to answer yes to that question. <laughs> it was it's pretty rhetorical. And I knew that I knew that you would say no. But, you know, I was looking for why you can't be bought. And you already cut me off at the path. So um, I appreciate that. Wait, and- I
1: would Actually, just to finish that thought. Right? Sure. So I do take my faith personally. So if it wasn't for my faith, my faith in God and Jesus and everything else, I don't even think I would have been able to get through this last two years. It's because of him. It is because he has been with me every step of this way that he has given me the strength to be here. And I do not take that for granted or take it lightly. When people told me in the beginning and they looked at certain numbers and they said, your chances are very small. And I would look at them and say, with God, anything is possible. (laughs) They thought I was a little nuts. And that's okay. If you think me being a faith, a person of faith that believes in Jesus is a little bit crazy, uh, you're entitled to your opinion. That's what's great about living here.
0: Yeah, 100. You are you are entitled to that. Um, and if I can add to that, as a person, person of faith myself, um, at, at least, at least with someone like Sarah, she she's actually turning to some. She her her moral baseline, her moral foundation lies in in, in Christ, which which teaches us the morals and the values and and how to live and how to treat other people and not to make rules that would keep other people from learning about other people. And not, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Just this, it's about community. And um, I I do appreciate that. So um, for all of those who, who aren't believers, doesn't matter, right? Mm -hmm. At least, you know, she has a, a foundation of faith that she relies on to help her make important decisions about how much you are going to have to pay every year. (laughs) But what you're going to have to do every year, right? right?
1: What this comes down to, right? It's at the end of the day, it's the more money you have, right? People, yes, money is the root of all evil, absolutely. But money equals freedom. The more money you have, the more free you are. That's right. The more money, the the more money you give to the government, and the more money they have of ours, the more control they have. Right. I am. That's why I've always said I'm for less taxes, less government in our lives. And, you know, I, I will stand by that very firmly.
0: Yeah. Again, there, that therein lies the disconnect we mentioned earlier as well. A lot of people just don't recognize that. And it's still baffling to this day, but people don't. Um, so why, after everything you've already talked about, let's focus on you a little bit more. Why, why are you the right woman for the job? Right what value can you provide to the constituents of palm beach county that they're not currently receiving and as a business owner yourself and myself we we are we understand the the point and the purpose of providing value to other people right it's about serving our customers it's about serving the people who make our business possible it's about serving our community it's about all that stuff so why are you the right one for the job and what value can you bring
1: so I, I spoke about it a little bit, but I'll elaborate more. Please. Just having that different opinion, the different um, life experiences to bring to the county commission, I believe is very, very needed. Um, and then just to elaborate a little bit, as a small business owner, you know, you learn about creating jobs and you understand how it affects the economy and how the economy affects the business owner. And they are offsetting. For instance, our we own an auto repair shop. My husband is a, a master technician. And when the economy is hurting and people are already pinching, guess what they do less of? They fix their car less. So that Yeah, it, they let it
0: rat, ride out a little longer, right? As long as they can.
1: Oh, right. oh maybe I don't need to do that right now.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Staying away from the safety issues of that topic, (laughs) (laughs) uh, you know, it just comes back to that understanding, that perspective of how it all works together and just understanding that if you keep taking money from the residents, they have less money to spend on other things and it stops our economy from growing. I have said it all along. We need a small business person up there with that perspective. And I can bring that. And I understand how these processes work together and how some unnecessary regulations that might seem trivial to someone really can affect the business world. Um, And it gets overlooked quite a bit. And so that is what I want to do. I want to bring to the county commission and help the residents.
0: Yeah, 100%. Look, I, I, anytime... Anytime you have a concentration of power, anytime you, when you said six to one, I, I almost fell out of my chair. I didn't, I didn't realize, realize that, but it doesn't matter what you label yourself, Republican, Democrat, independent, it doesn't matter what you label yourself Correct. when there are six of one and one of the other, that equals trouble. All right. That equals tax increases. That equals more money out of your pocket, Palm Beach County, right? Whether you like it or not, that, equals, <laughs> right. That equals more regulation. That equals less freedom. Right? I know freedom is a buzzword for some people, but this is this. You have to advocate for that. You have to. It has to be preserved. It just has to be, or else you don't want to know what's coming. You guys, Florida. I'm here to tell you, Sarah, Florida. You guys, again. I know we have our problems here, man. You, I've told I don't know how many people that I've met, friends and everything else here, who who, who complain about Ron DeSantis. You know, I mean, people who. We whine and cry about him and everything else. They can't really say what he's doing wrong, but
1: <laughs> it's just the feeling they get.
0: This feeling they <laughs> get, you know, uh, he's got an R after his name, so they get triggered. I don't know. But the point is, is that you're whining and crying about the things. That, but I mean, every time I turn around, he's he's implementing things that are helpful to the people. Right. I mean, you would never in Washington state ever get a tax holiday on Anything. Ever. Right. Much, you know, what I mean, much less school supplies, diapers, hurricane supplies, whatever the case may be. I mean, my, my wife and I looked at it. She was like, sweet. <laughs> you know, we, this is it. This is interesting.
1: He's able to do that because our state has a twenty two billion dollar surplus approximately. Yeah. And so that it gives him that uh, ability to do that. And we also don't pay a state tax. You That's know, true. some Right. Some places they even pay a state tax. Look at New York, and they are billions. I believe it was $160 billion last time I checked in debt. Yeah. Now compare that to our policies here, and we have a surplus of $22 billion. So with them even collecting state sales tax, their policies aren't working. They're not working for the people (laughs) um, or the residents. And now they are flocking and fleeing New York to come to Florida. And people are saying, oh, they're very worried that they're going to vote the same way. Well, I have to tell you, we had less. We had 300,000 less Republicans in the state of Florida than Democrats. Now we have approximately 300,000 more Republicans in the state of Florida than the Democrats. And regardless of party, I'm not saying that's great, but they're fleeing states because they've recognized how it's hurting them. They've recognized that that's not what they want for their life, their children. Um, and they're coming here and they're voting the way they want to see things done.
0: That's and right. so
1: that is very exciting. Um, it is wonderful. And so I, I'm just happy to be here. And I would love to see Palm Beach County embrace some of the same thinking that our state level has done.
0: 100%. Yeah, they they were worried about that in Texas, too. You know, a lot of people over the years, over the past five, six, seven years, whatever, flocked to Texas for the same reasons from these different mm-hmm. Democrat states. Um, and then I, I don't know if it was last year, but there was polling that was done and there were actually more people voting the way they moved than the way they of where they were. Right. Which is right. is very encouraging. Um, and I'm somewhat hopeful that maybe that disconnect is lessening a little bit with some people. Right. Absolutely. You
1: know? People are seeing it. You know, you can only lie to people so much. Right. Right. They go to that gas pump and they're filling up and they see that total at the end and you're like, oh, wow. And yeah you can only be lied to so much before you start to see it. And now they're seeing it. And I do never I never want us to be here, but if you're the type of person that ever looks for a silver lining, right? Yeah. It is that people when they hurt like they are now, they pay attention. And people right. are paying attention and record numbers of what's going on around them.
0: 100%, you have to or else you're going to get swallowed up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's I, I, you you have to be able to see it at some point. And if you can't see, it's out in the open, Sarah. It, it is, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the evil is on display everywhere. You know yes. what I mean? There is. It's just, it's not hard to see unless you're choosing not to look, you know? Mm-hmm. You're choosing okay. not to look, right? So final question for you. Um, I'm going to give you the floor, all right? I- I'm going to go ahead and shut up and let you make your case to the pe- people of Palm Beach County as to, why they need to go out and vote for you? I mean, by the time this this airs, I think probably tomorrow, um, there will only be a few days left, right, mm-hmm. until November eighth, and when they go and make their decision, tell us uh, tell us why they should be checking or, or filling your name in on the ballot.
1: I think we filled in most of uh, the whys. I would say, you know, look inside, ask yourself. Are the current policies that are going on everywhere else and nationwide, are those the same policies we want to bring here to Palm Beach County? Um, If you like giving the government more money and you like them having all the control, uh, we can keep voting the same way. Um, But I believe people are tired of that. And if you want something different, you want to see a change, somebody who's going to represent what's actually in the best interest of the residents and not in the best interest of themselves, I'm the person for that. I want your vote. I need your vote. Um, if we're going to do this together and bring some change to Palm Beach County.
0: Yeah, I think um, personally, if I could add my own <laughs> to that, I, I, think, I think people, it's time it's time you start to vote with your head and not with your heart and definitely mm-hmm. not with your emotion, right? You You see that she's running in the Republican Party and you're a Democrat and you're saying, I can't do it. It's an automatic block. But the way you vote now costs you more money, whether you like it or not. It does. Okay. Mm -hmm. at some point, you have to be able to put that pride aside and vote for the right person, regardless of who she what label you put on her.
1: Absolutely. We should all vote for the better person. It should never come down to just party lines. Right. Um, but here we are. <laughs>
0: right. And I've said this. I've said this before. I've said it publicly. I I, I, I on, on the Democrat side, I, I don't I can't find somebody that I would actually vote for with the exception yes. of. Yes. Right. Yeah. I mean, in, in any form of, of federal government or, or state governors or whatever. Uh, except for maybe Tulsi Gabbard. Right. I, I think she she was the most sensible person on that side. And ironically enough, she, she has since left that party. Clearly for a reason, she wasn't wanted anymore. You know, she made too much sense. <laughs> it was encouraging to see that, but she's she's pretty cool. Um, you know, just, just, just remember one last thing before we close out, guys. You know, voting the same way over and over again and expecting a different result is the definition of insanity. It really is. Look within yourself, look within your heart, look within your freaking bank account if you have to, right? And... <laughs> And again, 13% tax increase, $6 billion budget. I want to know where the the money's going somewhere, Sarah. The money's going somewhere.
1: I fully intend to find out where. So that is top of the list.
0: And that is an excellent way to end this interview. So Sarah, how can people connect with you should they have questions? Um, And then how can people, again, besides obviously voting for you, is there any other type of support you need in these last days of the campaign?
1: So um, very importantly, you can go to my website, which is www.vote.com. Sarah without an H. So S-A-R-A, Baxter, B-A-X-T-E-R.com. So com. You can look up more information on me. You can reach out to me. You can fill out a contact form. I try my best, um, even though we're super busy, to respond to people. Um, we're coming down to the, the home stretch. So yes. I, I won't be able to answer them as much as I'd like to but I really, I want to hear from you. Let me know what your concerns are, things that maybe we haven't spoken about that maybe you feel is, um, something that needs addressed and that I can take in with me knowing, Hey, we need to address this as well. Uh, the best way people can help with anything, um, just like business advertising, campaign advertising takes money. Um, I try, uh, I was always taught, you know, you work hard and earn your own money. (laughs) So it has been an adjustment um, being in the the political realm of things, asking people to just donate money. But really, at the end of the day, that's what it takes. It takes money to advertise. It takes money to get your name out there. And I just want you to know it doesn't go to frivolous things. Every dollar goes to some sort of ad. It goes to a text message. It'll go to a mailer. It goes to um, advertising uh, on any platform. And that is what it goes to. So I just, I appreciate your time today. Thank you for having me. And um, I look forward to talking to you again.
0: Yeah, likewise. And whatever you guys do, do not put that H after her name. It is Sarah, S A S-A-R-A. R A. Do not put that H. She, man, <laughs> she smacked me around when I tried to do that, boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it was just autocorrect. I said, like, wait a minute. <laughs> this
1: is a habit in my life now.
0: No, just no, saying, no. You really. No H. <laughs> <laughs> no H. Sarah, no H. So again, everybody, vote SarahBaxter.com, connect with her. Support her. Um, we need more people like her who aren't concerned with that grasp on power that is currently that currently seems to be the case in our current Palm Beach County Commission. So, Sarah, I I, I can't thank you enough for your time. I know you're busy. Uh, we put this together last minute, so I truly appreciate it. Um, I wish you the best of luck, and uh, I will be doing my part to hopefully help you get through the finish line in victory. Thank you so thank much you for your time. so
1: much. I appreciate it. Have a great one.
0: You do the same. So, well, that's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it and it brought some authentic value into your life. If you de- didn't hear any nuggets that were undeniably valuable to you, then you clearly weren't listening because in this show, you learned about government. You learned about how inside government works. You learned about why things need to change. And, and so now you have a candidate that you can stand behind who is one of us, who is one of the people in our community who's just trying to make a difference. As cliche as it sounds, it's the truth. All right. So what now? Right? Well, before you go listen to another episode, share the show and help us grow. All right. It's quick, it's easy, and you'll be doing some some good for somebody else, especially with this episode, because you're gonna be saving people money getting this person into office. (laughs) (laughs) Right? After that, please leave us a nice review so that we can grow the show and inspire the masses. All right. Remember, you cannot become undeniable if you are uninformed, and you cannot make an impact if you are asleep. So make sure you always bless up mine. And I'm out.